Just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls. I am your host, Patricia Baker, and I'm here with my terrific numerologist and close friend and wonderful co-host, Patricia Kirkman. PK, welcome. How are you tonight? I'm absolutely elated about our show tonight. It I'm is so excited. Ah, I'm so glad you are. I am, too. You know... We were just talking about dear Helene, who we all miss and who right, is right. amazingly connected to the angelic realm. And it is so nice to be able to have an angel expert, an angel medicine healer with us tonight. Joanne Brokos is going to be joining us shortly. She is the author of a book we've been reading all week. It, it is called The Power of Angel Medicine. She's going to be here tonight to instruct us, to enlighten us, and also to offer a prayer, an angelic prayer, and call upon the angels for our entire audience. What a gift. It's I'm so glad she's here. Oh, I'm excited about it. We certainly need something like this with the way things have been going worldwide lately. Yes, we do. And we need further insight as to how to work with the angelic realm. And Joanne is the one to show us how. So we'll bring her on in just a couple of minutes. In the meantime, I just want to suggest everybody, please, if you haven't signed up for our newsletter, The Fringe Files, please go to SupernaturalGirlsWithAZ.com and sign up so you can keep up to date on everything we're doing, all the latest paranormal news, all of our latest guests, all, everything. We've got blogs coming out that will be new about supernatural health and just the incredible amount of things that are coming out. So don't miss it. Make sure that you're signed up on that newsletter. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And feel free to contact us. Do you have a story out there that you want told? Give us a, a holler. We want to hear about it. And now last week, PK, we had an extraordinary show, did we not? Oh, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Ed was absolutely unbelievable. And I've contacted him since then and had a session with him. He is just unbelievable. He's so powerful. And he doesn't think of himself as a healer, but we all experienced what he's able to do long distance for all of us in the audience, and if you haven't heard that show, go back into our archives. It's listed on our website. It's listed on Inception Radio Network's website in the archives. You can hear it today and have your own experience of Ed Edwards, who's a remarkable healer. He was terrific. It is a show not to be missed. Really great show. And it's for sure. Yeah, you and know, we've got more coming up. Did you want to say something else about it? Well, I was going to say we don't realize when you're listening to the show how much this man puts out into everyone's vibration at, that's listening to him as he works with you. It is just mind-boggling because it's so real. It is. I mean, I had people calling up, emailing, and saying, I felt it when he said, you may feel like yourself, your body's moving forward. They all said they felt themselves moving forward. They really did. So they felt all the movement that he was describing. 
And so many people wrote in to say they actually felt better. So listen to the show, everybody. It was terrific. Well, the nice thing is you never know what you're going to get on a week-to-week basis because we're always working on something. Tonight is your angel side. Last That's week right. it was your interior side. That's right. That's, <laughs> we need a lot of work here. That's right. <laughs> so we've got some great shows coming up. I just want to give everybody a heads up. These shows are all tremendous. Next week we've got Larry Holcomb coming on, and he's going to be talking about presidents. And UFOs, he's got all the dirt on the U.S. presidents and what they know about UFOs. He's coming on next week, and we're going to have Becky Andreas and our very own abductee join us, too. It's going to be a very exciting show. Mm-hmm. And we're that, very fortunate to have so many wonderful people available for us. I know it. They're all great. And then on the 29th, I think this may be our most controversial show ever. We're going to have Renee Barnett who's also a host on Inception Radio Network, mm-hmm. and Michael Bastine, who is a medicine man, and George Lugo, who is a psychic medium. We are going to be talking about the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders. Right. This, oh, this case, it just tore my heart out. But why we're talking about it is because it involved black magic. It mm-hmm. involved misuse of medicine, and of a training that this person underwent. So we have new things we're bringing out. Renee Barnett is from Oklahoma. She actually has all the information on the paranormal aspects of this case. Michael Bestine will be talking about the American Indian uh, medicine issues in this. And George is going to tune in to the girls who were murdered and also to the, uh, the alleged killer so we're going to have an action-packed show that's on the 29th and then we have august 5th we have a consciousness giant bill tiller coming on talking about the power of intent and how we can use it for our own benefit august 12th we are bringing on bigfoot with ron moorhead and scott nelson and we're going to be playing live bigfoot calls that they have taped Throughout their their treks through the Northwest, Pacific Northwest, they have all different kinds of Bigfoot sounds. And I'm putting those sounds in front of a world-class animal psychic, Lydia Hibby. She's going to listen to this stuff and tell us what she thinks. Another great show. Another great show coming up. On the 19th, psychic medium William Constantine is going to be with us. He's going to do on-air animal readings for our pets. And last but not least is Dr. Marquides, the author of the Magus of Stravolus. He's going to be talking about the extraordinary world of a spiritual healer who he personally met and worked with in Europe. One of the old-time healers, magicians, just an amazing, amazing experience. He's going to tell us all about that. So that's our summer. It's just, wow, we got so much going on here. I just feel like I want to get a pillow and popcorn and just pull back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I feel the same way. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, so exciting. And But I can't leave out our paranormal news tonight, PK. You saw this. I saw that. I had to chuckle a lot, but it's it fits. Oh, it doesn't it, though? I know Uh you've done this lady's numbers. Yes, I have. She actually uses, according to this report, a team of ghost hunters to protect her from evil spirits. 
So how about that? Now, she's paid, I guess, quite a bit of money mm-hmm. to outfit these people so that they have all the latest and greatest EMF equipment so they can sweep any tour venue and hotel before she agrees to reside on the premises. So, oh, my goodness. She wants to make sure the place is clean. Good for her. I, I, I would like to be one of her ghost hunters. Wouldn't you like to be one of her ghost hunters? Well, I, I wouldn't know whether she was going to be coming in on a fish or carried in on a, you know, whatever. <laughs> She's a pretty exciting lady. Very talented, too. Yes, she is. Yes. So tonight we're bringing on another talented lady in a different way. And again, she is the author of many books. And we're going to get to those other books, too. But this one we're talking about mainly tonight is called The Power of Angel Medicine, Energetic Exercises and Techniques to Activate Divine Healing. I love it. Joanne, welcome to the show. Hi, it's wonderful to be here. That's great to have you here. Now, you, <laughs> you're originally from South Wales. Yes, Swansea. I was born in Swansea, South Wales. And um, so I'm Welsh, as you can tell maybe by my accent. I'm not English. I'm Welsh. And um, I actually moved to Scotland when I was 31 years old. And I met my husband. So my husband's Scottish. So I I lived in Scotland for 10 years and then we moved to America, the both of us, because we're both authors and our publishers are both in America. Oh, goodness me. So now you reside in Florida. How lovely. And we're lucky enough to have you on the show. I want to thank you because I know how busy you are. So thanks so much for coming on and talking with all of our audience members who really have been looking forward to hearing from you on the subject of angels. As I mentioned, so many of our audience members really have an affinity for this, and they learned about it first from one of the co-founders, Helene Olson, who passed away. So it's wonderful to have you here with us tonight. And you are quite an expert. My goodness, you've been in touch with the angelic realm since very young, since your childhood. Yeah, and um, I've been absolutely passionate about God's holy angels for my entire life, but from a very, very young age. I've been in touch with the angels. And um, before before I um, talk more about the angels, I just wanted to say I was so fascinated about how many people were coming on your show. And I was like, oh, I've got to listen to that. I've got to <laughs> listen to that. I was just like, you have some great lineups. And, I, the, you know, your show is wonderful. So I'm really honored to be on here, too. Oh, thank you so much, Joanne. That's so kind of you. And believe me, we're thrilled. We're absolutely thrilled to have you here and to be talking about one of our favorite topics and to get your insight because... There's a lot of information out there about angels, as you well know, and we're so glad to have you here to set us straight. Let us know how you feel this should all be approached. But before we get into that, I I thought it was a wonderful story you shared in your book about how you started to recite this prayer from early childhood, and that prayer really helped you to develop the relationship you have today. Yeah, and, you know, I firmly believe that um, it was due to that prayer. I've always felt like a close connection to God, even though um, I had no religious upbringing or 
parental religious like guidance in that kind of way um I've I just always felt a close connection to God without knowing why because I was so young and around the age of three and four when I attended school at the end of each school day and my teacher and all the children there we all recited a beautiful um little angel prayer and this prayer um, touched my soul so much. I remember at such a young age just loving the prayer and wanting to go home. And that night before I went to sleep, I, I felt like I wanted to repeat the prayer again. And I say, and I, I still say it to this day. I've said it throughout my entire life now. And ever since I started to say that at such a young age with a firm belief that God's angels were watching over me and protecting me and my family as we were sleeping, I know for sure that that kept the lines of communication to heaven, to the celestial realm, to the angels open. And from then, I felt the angels drawing closer into my life. So not only could I feel them, but I, I totally knew. I knew they were there. I, the, the faith, the faith and the belief kept the lines of communication, you know, with a higher power open. And um, that's why within every book I, I write, I firmly uh, teach about the power of prayer because that is what helps us to connect to a higher power. And what I really thought was amazing, too, about your prayers, that even at a young age, you learn to do this every single night. And there's a lot of power in reciting a prayer over and over again with such passion, with such meaning, personal meaning for you. So... I'm sure that was just like a ladder for you that allowed you to make those profound connections with everybody in the angelic realm. You know, I, I, that's exactly right, because I felt my consciousness expanding. It, I also began to develop um, insight, intuition. Because of my prayer, I felt protected and guided. And I, if I, I know that I opened up my feelings more so I could feel other people's emotions. I could feel things and the, the information within the feelings would, would reveal um, what was wrong with certain people without them expressing uh, their words to me to tell me what was wrong. I could feel my family's emotions and I could feel when the angels were near. And it's all because... The power of prayer repeated nightly and if done with sincerity and an open heart, it builds power. It builds power in your soul so that you bring more light. You bring more light from a higher power, from God, from from um, the celestial realms. You bring more light into, into your soul. So I, I, I never forget the day when I was 17 and I walked into um, a spiritual church as the first time. I'd ever been in the spiritual church and I remember a medium singling me out and I've only ever prayed up until this point and they said to me there's so much power in you and I instantly knew that was about prayer and that was nothing else other than bringing more of God's consciousness into my soul. That's beautiful and oh my goodness you know the whole book radiates oh, so goodness. much. Yes, yes, it really does, because PK and I have been talking about it all week, and Aww. what we like about it so much, and PK, please jump in anytime you want, I don't mean to... No, that's all right. My you're, you're basically speaking my very words, because okay. we, we both felt so strongly about this. Yeah, I, it's what's so great, Joanne, is that it's a handbook. 
I mean, people can purchase your book, The Power of Angel Medicine, and they walk away with something in their hand that they can use every day. There are exercises, there's prayers, there's all kinds of explanations about the angels, and it's, it's, it's just something you can use immediately in your life. And, and it's very clear, very clear. It fills in such a gap that so many people have, not knowing where to go or how to go about it. It gives them uh, the idea that it's okay. You don't have to have anything special, and yet here it is laid out in a very special way. Oh, thank you. Yes, well said. And so the other thing that I, I thought was so fascinating about your book is that you actually broke down the archangels in terms of what specific illnesses they would be likely to help a person with. Because I know, even for myself, in reading about the angels and the archangels, there seems to be a lot of overlap. Oh, this one's a healer, this one's a healer, that one's a healer. So it's like, okay, so (laughs) you call on for healing. So you broke it down so that certain angels work with depression, certain angels work with fibromyalgia. I thought that was fascinating. Mm -hmm. How did you learn that? Oh, thank you. Um, You know, it's just been a process of continuous study, reflection, contemplation, meditation, research, but also because I'm absolutely passionate about um, spiritual and energetic anatomy. So I would have gone into a lot of research to do with the chakras, the aura, the... um, the meridians and the higher self. So you, you combine and it's like a clever mixture of energy medicine and then moving up to the higher self, divine medicine, and then bringing in the white light, the Holy Spirit, the golden light of the Christ consciousness, and then the seven um, divine attributes of God's consciousness, which is the seven rays of divine light or the seven frequencies of divine light. And it, these frequencies of divine light are in every single one of the seven archangels, but they're also involved with one specific stream. And as for as long as I I can remember, I've been fascinated with colour. And um, when I used to start my reading, when I did readings years ago, I used to do readings with ribbons as well. And it was all in, it's like synchronistic events unfolding. It's all in preparation for me to understand the divine colors the, um, and what they represent and the healing power behind each color frequency and which color is associated to which divine color frequency. And then the same then with each archangel and, and with God's consciousness. So it's it's a process of just um, continual research study and then applying that to uh, my clients and my students and noticing over the years what works best for people. And uh, it's just been an amazing journey and a journey I'm still, you know, taking now because there's always more to to study and learn and to evolve. I'm just fascinated with anything to do with what the angels teach me. Well, That's it's, fabulous. Absolutely yeah. fabulous. Do you feel that that uh, as you work with the angels, that you're given more insight, uh, a, a continual insight into that angel even more so than what you had already had put together where they were concerned? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's that, that's what I really love about it. And I always, you know, test everything. I write everything down, but I gain so much more divine insight and wisdom and, and an understanding. And it just opens up more information and everything that aligns with divine truth and divine love is moving in the right direction. And this is what I just, it helps me to be, um, to know what ailments go with certain things and, and, the most important thing to do with all of the seven archangels is that their divine light can impact our cellular system so much. It's, it empowers us completely. And what, what God and the angels want to bring back to every single person is that we have the power to override many different ailments and illnesses and psychological um issues so that we can truly take our own power back and look after ourselves we are so much more powerful than we realize and when we begin to maybe ask in the right way or you know consciously bring more divine light in us so that we can build up the power in our soul to overcome um health issues and and life issues because the light within our soul outrays outward into the world to affect our circumstances because it's our consciousness it's all about empowering the self. My book was written to help the reader to help themselves rather than going to other people because they can help themselves much more than they know they can. That is so true. I was just listening to some old tapes about the I am, and it talks exactly about that, that we don't know our own power. And we're so yeah. busy giving it away. And we need to stop doing that. And that's, again, what we love about your book is it teaches you how to take everything inside, contact the angelic realm, get whatever help or guidance you need, and move on from there. Now, I just want to take a second to announce the phone number. If you've got a question for our guest, Joanne, then please call 888-919-2355. That's 888-919-2355. If you've got a question about what angel you should be working with in your life, give us a call or contact us in the chat room. We'll ask her the question on your behalf. Oh, my gosh. There's so many questions I want to ask tonight. <laughs> you one. know, can I ask a question that oh, someone please. asked me when I told them about the show we were doing? Yes. They asked me, do angels have their own nationality? And I thought, ah, I don't know. Oh, that is so, you know, I would say from my years of research and working with the angels, they have their own species. So there's different, um, you could say there would be the, the cherub beyond the cherubs, mm -hmm. there would be the seraphim, um, you know, they, they, diff, they have different forms of species. So then you would have the, uh, the guardian angels, the archangels, and what it basically means is, it's just different frequencies of divine light. Um, the physical bodies, the way that we perceive angels is, is for our human souls only. The angels will appear to us in whatever way that our human conscious, our, our human souls find comfortable. So, yes, they will appear to you in your particular culture or whatever you're expecting. Mm -hmm. But the, uh, the real um, spiritual bodies, celestial bodies are divine light. So we associate angels with wings, and that's specifically connected to the Renaissance art period where beautiful paintings of angels were drawn with these amazing wings. So they they would appear to us um, in our way with wings, but they don't necessarily need feathered wings. They're bodies of light. 
Wow. Makes good sense. Yeah. But I, I'm so surprised because you, sometimes when people ask questions, it's, it kind of throws you back because if I never thought about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating that I, there's so many questions I've heard about angels and it just it just makes me so passionate because I want to be able to help people, you know, with as many answer as many questions as I can. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I keep so I talk so much because I'm so excited and I just want <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> It's your passion. We love your passion. Well, here's another question. I noticed that when I was putting together some things for the show originally, we used to do an angel of the week with a little description, and I would read about the angel according to a book, and then this other information would start coming to me. So here's my question. We are evolving, or we hopefully are evolving as human beings. What about the angels? Are they evolving also? Yes. Every species every every part of creation that um has come from the mind the heart and mind of god is always in a continual state of evolution so even though um the angels were the first created so god created the angels before he created mankind and they would be closer to the divine power in frequency um so even though they would have the you know real powerful divine wisdom and knowledge they will still be in a process of evolution because because god is continually expanding and the universe is continually expanding consciousness is continually expanding even though god's creation is already being created through us we keep creating so there are so the angels are evolving and we are evol everything's evolving. Yeah, yeah, That's, absolutely. We're all in motion here. Well, I just want to make another announcement about this uh, phone number, this 888-919-2355. We've had some people calling in, but you guys have to turn off your radio because if you keep it on, I mean your computer, you've got to keep that sound off otherwise the producer can't hear you. So feel free to call in. Just uh, turn that computer volume all the way off or, again, go into another room and so that we can hear you and we can hear what your question is. There's a lot of people interested out there, I know, and we do want to talk to you. So, oh, my goodness, there's just so much to find out. Okay, one of the questions in your book, and again, PK and I discussed this, we want to know why angels seem to help some people and not others. I mean, there's some for some people, there's a total intervention. They get a complete miracle or their lives are saved. Clearly, that's not everybody. No, that's true. And, you know, our angels are always with us. When we were born, we were born with a guardian angel. Even, even in Scripture, um, Jesus Christ stated that all children have guardian angels. And um, many people say, well, what about when we're adults? Well, we have the same guardian angels. So when we grow up, our, that guardian angel is still with us. Now, our guardian angel's main job is to help us remember who we are and that we are not separated in consciousness from God. And, to and they whisper words of wisdom and encouragement to to us. So we are always constantly 100% receiving the love and the light and the, and the divine inspiration, guidance, wisdom, everything we need, all, all aspects of God's consciousness we receive 
continuously in this world, but it's us, our free will, that interferes with that connection. So sometimes when the angels are speaking to us or when the angels, because they've always got to align with our free will and respect our free will, and they work through our intuition as well, we, we simply don't listen. Our lives are, are too busy. Um, maybe we've missed that divine nudge not, not to do something or or it would end up in, in, in you know, it wouldn't work out for us. And we've ignored that divine nudge that they've helped to impress our consciousness with. And then it's not worked out for us. So they're always helping us, but it's our own free will and to do with our own consciousness, our own belief system, um, our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions that get in the way and interfere with that help. So it's not the fact that they pick and choose who's best and who's deserving of the help and who's not, because God is helping everyone constantly. It's just us who interferes with that help. That is a great answer. I feel I have a better understanding of that Mm -hmm. now because there's been some very dramatic interventions. And then, of course, there's the usual tragedy that we read about every day. So that's a very insightful answer. We need to all listen. We need to tune into our own intuition. And that's where we're going to find that guidance, right? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not not just intuition. It's more about, um, you know, contemplate and we need to sometimes really take a look at our own belief system you know what do we believe do we do we believe we deserve help do we believe that we um, are separated from God and on our own or that God's going to help us because our belief system and any fear that we have always those are the two main things that interfere with the flow because the flow right from God is consistent and always being sent to us we interfere with the flow from our, through our limiting beliefs and through our fears. That And so it's like we don't get a full flow, we get a trickle. Well, we need a full flow to help our health and our life in all our ways. Oh, we so, certainly so we need that. Yeah, so we, we need to that. contemplate um, our own consciousness. It's, it's the most important thing we can ever do is self-examination. Oh, that's for sure. Now, hold that thought because we're going to have to go to a break in just a few seconds. But I want to again announce the name of your book is The Power of Angel Medicine. We are speaking with Joanne Rokas, who is an angel expert and medicine, angel medicine woman. And she's here with us tonight. We are learning so much. If you've got a question, you want to speak to Joanne, call in at 818-919-2355. Make sure your sound is all the way off so we can hear you. Excuse me, that's 888-919-2355. Stay tuned, everyone. We will be right back. Listening to IRN, the Inception Radio Network, Chicago, Illinois. You didn't forget what's coming up tonight, did you? Hi, Inception Radio Network listeners. This is Amanda. Never miss that interview you were looking forward to or the show on your favorite topic. Follow IRN on Twitter. I underscore R underscore N and get reminders about the evening's live shows as well as fun and important updates throughout the week. That's I underscore R underscore N and never miss a great show again. Hi, can you hear my voice? 
Imagine how many other people can hear it too. If you have advertising needs, then look no further. The Inception Radio Network currently has openings for on-air advertisements and radio show sponsorships. Giving any thought to your target demographic? Inception has you covered there, too. Advertising on a network gives you multiple opportunities to advertise on a wide variety of radio show broadcasts, and we have one to fit every advertising need. You know, in recent years, Internet radio has exhibited a phenomenal listener growth. An Arbitron Edison survey shows that online radio boosts at least 33 million unique visitors each week and 54 million each month. And that number amazingly continues to grow. And these listeners are a part of many businesses' core demographics. And surveys have shown that Internet radio listeners are far more likely than regular radio listeners to spend money on a whole range of activities. You know, Internet listeners vote, they dine out, eat fast food, and they grab a cup of coffee. And here's the interesting one. They buy items online at a much higher rate than all other market segments combined. Internet radio also enables businesses to connect with consumers during work hours, where increasingly more lifestyle decisions are being made. Advertise with the best. The Inception Radio Network offers competitive advertising rates to fit just about anyone's advertising budget. Stop by today at www.inceptionradionetwork.com or call us toll-free at 1-888-919-2355. Get the word out. Get results with the Inception Radio Network. Are you a fan of Inception Radio Network? Do you reckon it's the best alternative talk radio station on the planet? Well, if you do, head to facebook.com forward slash Inception Radio Network and like the page. Tell your friends, spread the word, and keep listening to the best. Hello, Inception Radio Network listeners. This is Amanda. Remember, you can take your Inception Radio shows on the go. Just download the Inception Radio Network app for your iPhone, iPad, or Android smartphones and access live shows, past shows, guest lineups, and much more. Just visit the iTunes Store or the Google Play Marketplace and download it today for free. Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio. I am your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with PK, my fabulous numerologist co-host. If you need to know what your destination is all about and how to get there a little more efficiently, or even a lot more efficiently, 
you got to give Patricia Kirkman a call. She can be found at patriciakirkman.com. She's a great numerologist, and she can tell you what your strengths are and how to build on those weaknesses. And what is your destiny? Do you need to know? Give Patricia a call. So we are back, and we have a wonderful guest here with us tonight who's so exciting and so passionate about the angels. And we have Joanne Brokoss with her she, with us. She is the author of a great book, The Power of Angel Medicine. It's available on Amazon.com and in your local bookstores. So, Joanne, I have a question for you from the chat room. Okay. Now, this person would like to know, can an angel appear to be Excuse me. Can an angel appear to a human in the form of an orb or energy ball? That's first part of the question. Right. Um, all right. Yes. The yes, they can. They can. They can. They can appear to the person. Um, it depends on the person's perception. The, the, an angel can appear spiritually or physically, or as an orb of light, or as sparkles of light. A lot of people will see um, just bursts of sparkles of different colored light. But yes, they can appear as an orb as well. But because usually it takes a lot of energy for them to um, appear physically. So they usually only appear physically if there's a, a divine interventions needed. So in the case of an emergency or something like that, otherwise they are happy to appear to us in our meditations, within our dream state, or as um, a ball of light or sparkles of light. Okay, then another question for you. What color would yellow and orange mean? In connection with the angels? Yes. Yes. Well, yellow is connected to Archangel Jophiel, an absolutely amazing archangel who's connected to the divine intelligence and wisdom of God, inspiration, clarity, knowledge, wisdom, study. And um, it's also a wonderful healing color as well for the digestive system. So Archangel Jophiel would help to enlighten your mind with divine truth and divine love. And then the, the color orange is an absolutely fantastic color. And that is to do with vitality as well. So it's one of the best colors to use um, in a meditation for visualizing. If you've, got, if you've got no energy at all for visualizing um, orange flowing through into your cellular system, into your body, mind and spirit. It's a brilliant color and it helps to revitalize you and, and connect with you. Um, now, orange works through... Uh, is connected to the lower chakras, so you would you would be able to work with Uriel, Zadkiel, and Gabriel for that. Archangel Uriel, Zadkiel, and Gabriel, because they're all connected to the chakras on the earth plane. So any of those angels, um, the orange would work with any of those three, even though they have their own dominant colours. That's terrific. A very insightful answer again. And one more question from the chat room. Can the angels speak to you through telepathy? Yes. Um, they always speak through our consciousness, our higher self, our intuition, our mental energy. Um, they can channel so they can use telepathic connection or they can channel information through your crown chakra so it's like you receive a flow of inspiration or just knowing feeling so they can speak to you in all ways um, as a tr uh, traditional medium and psychic would receive information clairvoyantly clairaudiently clairsentently and then you'll know and you'll hear yeah absolutely 
Thank you for that. And, you know, we get, Joanne, a lot of people on the show talking about about their ghost hunting experiences or an actual ghost hunters talking about some trouble that they get into in some of these places. Now, something PK and I do not recommend people do, and certainly people that have no training in the paranormal, it's kind of a dangerous thing. But when people do this and they get into trouble and they call forth entities that are uh, not friendly, putting mildly, is there an angel to call upon for help? Yeah, um, you it's really important not to call upon any energies that are in misalignment with divine truth and divine love. So, yeah, there's a lot of earthbound spirits and a lot of, um, I don't like to use the word dark angels because they are sim- they, everything's from the one consciousness from God. So angels that have got, our dark angels would simply be angels that have got less light in their souls because they they've misused their divine energy. So they've they feel they want to separate from God, even though it's impossible to be separated from God. But they've turned their back or they've dimmed the light within them, and that would be the fallen angels. And yeah, absolutely not to mess with any energies. But some people do; they unwittingly do, and they have attachments to them. And the best. Um, angel that you can connect with is the chief angel archangel michael the most powerful angel and and the catholic prayer in my book is a brilliant prayer that can help with anybody that maybe feels they're oppressed or possessed in some way which is quite rare but if you have spirit attachments archangel michael and his blue royal blue divine like frequency is able to help you to protect yourself and to remove spirit entities where you know lower level spirit entities from your um aura thank you for sharing that you know i remember uh possession and an exorcism subsequent exorcism that took place and as i recall it was archangel michael who who ended up saving the day with this young person who had been possessed so apparently that is the one to call on so everybody out there if you're doing things you shouldn't be and you get stuck with ghostly entities or other things even worse that you don't want around you or following you home then as joanna said archangel michael is the one to call on for help but be better if you didn't get in that situation to start most definitely (laughs) <laughs> is there a certain uh, aroma or a certain scent that you could uh, say goes along with each angel or angels overall? To me, the closest that I would, because it's difficult to describe um, certain beautiful smells, there's so many different perfumes, but roses to me is the one that I feel that um, I, I would connect with an angel, the smell of the most beautiful roses and like the, just nature, fresh cut meadows, meadows and just the smell of being near the sea. It's, it's like a, they bring the most meaningful smells sometimes even the smells from your childhood to bring us to bring comfort to bring just to help you mm-hmm. to relax your energy so they know what kind of smell to bring you to for you to associate them with um a divine presence you know many times children will find a little piece of a feather or a little a uh, little bit of a piece uh, the little white fluff almost like a uh, duck down and they get all excited because they know an angel must have been there because that had to be what was left behind. 
Oh, yeah, I love that. That's so cute. cute. Then, and not only that, the angels um, will, will leave not just feathers, but they'll bring you the sign of butterflies and more than one butterfly around you, real close to you, is a sign of many angels around you. And there's different colored feathers that represent different colored angelic frequencies and intuitive messages. The angels are constantly wanting to reach out, guide, and help you just for you to express more um, divine truth and power and love within your life because that's what you need to help yourself yes that's okay. true Wonderful. that's what we need now here's another question coming from the chat room for you've got a very busy chat room tonight <laughs> are there angels in the universe on other planets I would absolutely say they are, although I, I, there's no way that I can prove that but there's definitely more than um one planet in the world and i and i've be, even been asked to aliens of angels and i would say they they also god created the angels before anything else was created so the angels would represent um an entire form of celestial higher power for many different planets and species and whether they call them something else um the majority of the western world would say angels whether these other planets would address them as uh, something different than angels and archangels i'm not sure but i do know that a higher power the celestial power would be available for all of the universes and multiverses well, that makes sense why would we be the only ones that get to have yeah it? we wouldn't be the only ones <laughs> we, sometimes we, we are silly enough to think that we are the only ones in this universe and this and then there's nothing else but no there's god jesus christ or the christ consciousness or whatever anybody else of a of a different um culture or religion would want to call that there would be god the christ consciousness the celestial realm and that would be available for anybody and and any planet and in any universe makes sense to me now there's a lot in the, that the media makes use of <clears throat> excuse me with the war in heaven or the war on earth between good and evil, angels and demons. I got to ask you, do you think there's any reality to that? Do you know, this is something that I constantly think about because they say that if you research ancient, ancient, um, history ancient cultures and everything when there was the war in heaven and 200 angels fell and um and the nephilim were on the earth so many different creation stories have in their own way told about the giants on the earth the nephilim on the earth and uh, what i find fascinating is ancient aliens and the ancient astronaut theories you know theories yes and this is why that something happened, but I don't know whether it was a war, even though it would say that in scripture, but that's the way maybe that it was interpreted at the time because there is only God. So, you know, a war could simply be symbolic of representing when it said Michael and the archangels fought with a dragon and the dragon and his 200 um, angels fell. It could simply represent that there was a, a fall of consciousness rather than an actual war. Because this is what people, when they believe that there's a war in heaven realms, this is what they associate to being able to war on the earth, because there's a lot of wars on the earth plane. And it's because 
they as as above so below they they would assume that consciousness well to me there is no um fight because god would have already won any fight there is no fight so there is just a remembering who we are and then evolving back to the one consciousness so i'm always I never say, yes, there was definitely a war, even though scripture would say that, because like I said, I research more than scripture. I research ancient history and different cultures too. That's interesting. I I do agree. This I think it's kind of, if there is a war, it seems like it's a war for our consciousness. and that- Yes, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Because I, I mean, we think of it otherwise in terms of a, a fallout war and, and that they were slayed and that they were, it, it would, to me, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think it's more about the energies of the angelic realm leading us towards illumination, yes. understanding, enlightenment. Yes. And then the darker forces that want to keep us stupid and unaware. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, ignorant, want to keep us ignorant and in fear. Oh, Joanne, it seems to be working. <laughs> <laughs> our audience we've got a smart audience so i i gotta say it's it's really interesting to watch how people make choices today and they either take responsibility for their lives or they don't and it's darkness and light it's in so many different places in our world today but i guess we got to look inside and we got to take responsibility first inside and see what kinds of choices we're making to get more knowledgeable, more illuminated, more conscious about who we are and what we're doing, which, again, is what your book is about. That's what your book is trying to help us do. I know. And, you know, that's true because the guardian angels, they just want us to awaken so we can begin ascending in consciousness. They want us to remember our own divine authority because the I am, when we when we state I am and we state I am prayers, we are reclaiming our own divine authority, our own divine heritage. It's not through any particular religion. We are actually remembering that we are we are a part of God. We are, you know, um, connected to a source of power that's greater than ourselves alone. Even though we are God and come from God, there's still a bigger source, prime prime creator, first cause. There's still a bigger source of God than us. We all belong to each other and there's one consciousness. But when we tap into that higher power, we can bring more of God's power into our life to heal and to affect physical changes. Well, that is the key, I think, right there. And we were having an interesting conversation a couple of weeks ago with the woman who wrote a book about Rachel's eyes. She was someone who had contact with a an alien hybrid. And one of the things that came up in that conversation, I'm going to just talk a little bit about it because I think it's really important. I'm going to be writing about this in my next blog so people can understand it at a deeper level. You know, in our society at large, we are all taught, whether we want to believe it or not, we are all taught that aliens aren't real, abductions aren't real, none of this stuff goes on, right? So that comes from mainstream media, powers Mm -hmm. that be, it doesn't happen. So the question became, we have free will, so how are these people being taken without their permission? Well, I think I have the answer. It's because there's a lack of consciousness. There's darkness around this. We don't, as a collective, believe that this is possible, believe that it's real. As a result, guess what? We don't get free will because we don't believe in it anyways. It gives the extraterrestrials or aliens, whoever's doing this, 
basically a, a pass through the back door to take whoever they want, whomever they want, whenever they want, because if we don't believe it can happen, then we don't have to give our permission. It's kind of a funny twist on this. But I think that same thing applies to just about everything in our lives. You know, and you were saying if people don't believe in angels, they don't think they're real, and they turn off uh, to the whole subject, will they be the ones that get an intervention? Maybe not. You're Maybe free- not. Yeah, you're right. Free will is so important. And if we don't know who we are, if we don't know our own divine power and our own divine authority, then we lack not only wisdom, but divine protection. So we're open to being... um, basically letting being blown in the wind so, so yeah that we, we're not affecting life life affects us and exactly you know that's so true and yeah, i'm fascinated anybody's lab rat anybody yeah rat. yeah I'm doesn't have to be an alien no that's uh, true yeah, it's and you're right. I so anyways, I had to bring that up because it really so many people wrote in on that question. They wanted to know how can this be in a world where we supposedly have free will? Well, where there's a lack of consciousness, we lose that free will. We don't have it the way we need it when we need it. So, and I think that's true on so many so many different levels. So the more conscious we are, that's where we get the protection. That's where we get the divine intervention. And I know, Patricia Kirkman, you were talking with Joanne on the break, and you brought up a wonderful question that we should probably go into also about angelic intervention, right? You wanted to hear some stories. So, Joanne, maybe you can tell some of the stories that people have passed on to you of angels that have intervened and brought miracles or saved someone's life. And they don't even have to be um, anything extraordinary because one story that completely stands out to me was so natural and just uh, the the person was even worried that she asked the guardian angel for help with something so trivial. But it goes to show that if you ask for divine help and and you're sincere about it, you will be helped in some way because angels don't have to physically manifest. They can also guide the right people into our lives to help us. But this person who I interviewed, she she swore that it was an actual, an angel that helped her. What happened was um, her car had broken down and it was sent to the garage to be repaired while she was in work. And she forgot that uh, the car, because she'd been working hard all day and been really busy, she'd forgotten that her car was in the garage. She just assumed that it was out side so when she'd um gone and bought all the shopping to put in her car all her food shopping a grocery shopping to take home and she lived up a right tall hill she completely realized that she would have to carry all the shopping on her own and she was struggling walking up this hill and um to the point where she was just going to dump the shopping at the side of the road because there was nobody around to help her so she stopped and she prayed and she asked god to please send her an angel to help her to to carry her shopping up the hill she got exactly what she asked for she told me that um a man in white appeared to her in a white suit and i've heard this uh, several times it's like the men in black with the aliens but these are the <laughs> men, men in white suits <laughs> but um appeared to her just came out of nowhere across the road and asked if she would like assistance so i'm fascinated now because she she would have believed in angels for to ask God for help. So 
she said, yes, please. And he just took some of the bags and she said she just lives up the hill there. So I asked, well, you must have suspected this was an angel if he was all in white. And she said he was so unusual. So I, she, and she asked him, are you an angel? He, oh. didn't, he didn't answer. He didn't answer her. He, he smiled and he just said, no, I just, I'm, you know, I'm passing by. I've come to help you. He carried her bags up. She put them down. She took some in. She came out to maybe help him, give him some cash or help. I can't remember now what she said, but he was completely gone. And then she totally worried after that she wasted her um, one, maybe she only had one <laughs> request and that she wasted it on something so trivial. But uh, that always sticks in my mind because that's not a life or death situation. It just shows that the angels, they're so happy to help us with anything. And if they don't, manifest themselves they will bring the right person into our life at their exact moment in time that we may need help that's so encouraging it really is hearing about this i think back to a situation that happened to me about oh god about 35 years ago it was winter time and i was living in maryland and i was going around a curve going home because i kind of lived out in the country and i spun out on this curve and i went down into this ditch and I got out and I went up and got a ride with a car that was passing into town. And I, the next morning I called the garage and asked them to please get my car out. And they called me and they wanted to know how I was able to get out of the car because it was between trees. There was no path, no way of opening the doors. Wow. Divine intervention for sure. Yeah. That mm-hmm. You were helped. And, you were watched over. And I never thought about it till this very moment when you mentioned that that how that took place and that I was able to get a ride home yeah but but they they couldn't believe it because the way the car on both sides was totally pinned in by trees they said how did you get out I said I I don't know I just did that's that's absolutely amazing that's divine intervention and then um a lift comes along exactly at the right time you need it you know winter snow and all that good stuff Mm -hmm. yeah that's brilliant beautiful story well, that's because you're special too, you know. Well, did I use up my free my free pass? No, now I'm going to worry. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think we've got unlimited passes. Uh, oh, good. That's good to know. Okay, so we yeah. can ask for more. I'm loving it. Well, that's good. Now, let's see. We we have see if we can answer this one fairly quickly before we go to break. Can a human become an angel? Another question from the chat room. Well, you know. I believe that we evolve and yes, we become ascended masters and I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but I do. My, my belief in it is an alignment with that. We can, be, you know, enter into the angelic kingdom, but absolutely. I would say ascended masters, um, we would evolve too because we, we're all evolving our consciousness up towards back towards, um, enlightenment, so that we we hold all the attributes of God. So, you know, some people, when I've researched this and what, and what the angels tell me is that um, you evolve your consciousness so that you become celestial, uh, like in body and mind, rather than an actual, you know, what we would interpret as an angel. So, yeah, okay, so it is... So like a celestial consciousness. So we would become celestial minded. So rather than saying you're going to be an angel with wings and you're going to be a cherub or you're going to be from a certain species, I would say you would evolve to be of celestial consciousness. 
Okay. Well, that's, yeah. And I wonder, too, if the reverse ever happens, if an angel tries to make it as a human. Oh, my God, they must suffer so. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of angels that have come down to try and influence um, our consciousness in some way. And then when they get you, they're like, oh, my goodness, I want to get back home real fast. (laughs) I would imagine that's really a jet plane to back. Yeah. Here now. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Well, look, everybody, this is just so exciting. If you want to be a part of the conversation, give us a call at 888-919-2355. Make sure your sound is turned all the way down so we can hear you. Again, that number is 888-919-2355. Or join us in the chat room. It's very active tonight. We'd love to ask your question on your behalf. We are speaking with Joanne Brokhaus, who has written a beautiful book, The Power of Angel medicine and oh my goodness we've got so many more questions to ask it just goes on and on pk <laughs> i don't know we're going to have to have more time with joanne that's all there is to it we're going to have to have her back this Not is a just, doubt just so much to take in and we're going to have a special healing and angelic healing for our audience coming up so we're going to take a short break and stay tuned, everybody, for this very exciting last half hour of our show. We will be right back. You're listening to Supernatural Girls Radio. You're listening to IRN, the Inception Radio Network, Chicago, Illinois. Inception Radio Network listeners, this is Amanda. Just a reminder that Inception Radio Network is on Twitter. Follow us at I underscore R underscore N and keep up to date about who's on tonight, what interviews they'll be doing, who's guest spotting, what topics they'll be covering. Tweet to us, tweet about us, retweet topics to your friends, and most importantly, never miss a great show again. That's I underscore R underscore N. computer is your internet connection down don't worry use your trusty cell phone or landline and call into our listen line at 401-283-6700 to listen to the inception radio network 24 7 again that call in number is 401-283-6700 for the inception radio network i am mj Inception Radio Network. Would you like your favorite show to be played again live on air? Well, now the choice is in your hands. With IRN's live request portal, an easy way to request your favorite show with a simple click. IRN's live request portal now gives you exclusive access to all the shows. How easy is it? Simply type a show name or a guest name, click request, even write a dedication message, and that's it. Try it now. Simply visit InceptionRadioNetwork.com, click on the Live Request tab under the Show menu. Now playing your favorite show is just a mouse click away. Are you a fan of Inception Radio Network? Do you reckon it's the best alternative talk radio station on the planet? Well, if you do, head to Facebook.com forward slash Inception Radio Network and like the page. Tell your friends, spread the word, and keep listening to the best. Are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection? Would you like a positive, effortless change in your life? 
Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with cosmic fusion and quantum vortex energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the source. With cosmic fusion, the source energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, the Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio. I am your host, Patricia Baker, and I'm here with PK and a truly incredible and gifted guest, Joanne Brokos, who is the author of a terrific book that you should run out and buy. It is called The Power of Angel Medicine. It's an excellent handbook that you can take home and begin working with right away to give you all of the prayers, all of the exercises, and all of the insights that you need to heal your life. And Joanne, you were going to talk to us a little bit about fear and how we can deal with that in our lives. Yes, because I've just, in, in a few moments, I've got this prayer that will be able to help you listeners to release fear that is on a conscious or an unconscious level that interferes with their deepest dreams and heartfelt desires. So if they've got something now that they really would love to have, um, you know, to co-create with God, to co-create with the angels in their lives, this could be greater health, it could be I mean, everybody wants abundance, greater prosperity. It could be like a dream, like to conceive a child. Anything that is personal and heartfelt and, and that somebody truly wants, but they're having problems either receiving or attracting or creating this, this important thing in their lives. It will be connected to fear because God is always wanting to give us our deepest dreams and desires. He's always sending us the light and the energy and the power to create and attract and receive. But our fear and our limiting beliefs or false beliefs always get in the way. And this particular prayer will reach into the cellular system and it will bypass the um, unconscious so that you're releasing fear and then you are um, allowing, you're opening a space to receive the goodness of God, the love of God that's always been there waiting for you and he's ready to give it to you. But you're actually using your free will to say, hey, you know, I'm ready to receive it now. I, I'm, I'm ready to let go of this fear. I really want this thing in my life. I really want a baby. I really, you know, I really want this job. I really want this book deal. I really want to be able to write. I really want more joy in my life. But um, a lot of the time, fear and limiting beliefs uh, get in our way. And, and when we think our prayers are not being heard and answered, and they're always being answered, it's ourselves that get in the way. So I've got this prayer here to say now. And um, 
there's going to be a gap for you to put your own heart's desire in. So I'll, I'll just tell you when to put that in. And it's up to you then if you want to listen back or, or write this down for yourself. But if you say it daily, what you are doing is you're working with your consciousness. So it's going to help to create energetic shifts in your consciousness. And you will soon notice a difference in your life. It's a very, very powerful prayer. Okay, I'll say it now. I am willing to release my fear, both conscious and unconscious, from my cellular system that is interfering with my heart's desire to, now put in exactly what you want to achieve there, I ask for the grace of God to help me release my fear with ease and grace. In Jesus' name, amen, it is done. And it's that simple. You, if you do that prayer, you are actively working with your consciousness, the fear that resides in your cellular system. And it is our energy, our consciousness, that not only interferes with our health, but interferes with our, our, our daily life, um, the circumstances in our life. So if we bring more light into our life and to eliminate the fear and to free the um, restricting beliefs that interfere, then we are going to have more of a flow of divine power running through us and things will happen for you much quicker than what they have been. Blockages will just melt away. Oh, that's a beautiful prayer. That is so beautiful. And that's in your yeah, book. Is. No, that I did this specially for your listeners today. Oh, this was a spe Hey, see, our listeners... Could we put that on our website? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you want me to send it? Shall I send it oh, to you as well? That we would be a delight. On the website. Thank you, PK. Thank you, Joanne. What a gift to all our listeners oh, to have definitely. that. Because there's nothing more paralyzing than fear. And you're right. It, it's like a virus that gets into everything mm -hmm. and stops the flow. Yeah. So unlimited beliefs. Fear and limiting beliefs. Absolutely. God. <laughs> Plain yeah. old mildew, that's all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> i got to clean that up. Yep, definitely. Beautiful prayer. Thank you so much for sharing that just for our audience. Isn't that nice? So everybody who wants to get rid of fear, you need to go to our website. We will post this prayer from Joanne right. that is specifically for our audience to let go of fear in your life. When I, when I get into a fear state, I do feel like paralyzed, like I can't move. So mm -hmm. it is so helpful to have something like that to release those blocks and let that energy flow through us from divine consciousness. That's true because you get a build up as well. You might be fearful one day and then you might be, you know, in the flow and happy for a while. But what happens is the fear that's been then repressed and maybe built up, it does interfere with, with um, the way we receive light and the way we receive love. So when we release that fear in our cellular system, we instantly revitalize. Our immune system goes back into the way it's meant to work because God gave us a brilliant system to help heal our bodies. So our immune system is boosted. And then we also have our creative power. It's like amplified. And what we really, because we always co-create God's power, which is constant. So then what we find is then we actually have enough power to be able to not only uh, create more joy in our lives, but to create our heartfelt dreams and desires along with health and vitality. It's amazing. It's just moving back into realignment. That's all. 
You make it sound so simple, and it probably is. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is. It's much more doing. simple. <laughs> it is more simpler than what we think. There's, there's sometimes too much. Um, uh, people people think it's too hard to do self healing because they have to go back to mother, father healing, childhood healing, psychology, psychiatrist. Do you know sometimes? All it is is letting God's love to flow through you, and you'll be surprised how much you can heal. But we like to make things difficult. <laughs> Don't we, though? And we like to talk about it. Yeah. yeah we got to talk about it, and we got to share it with our friends, and we got to go over it a million times. No, this is, uh, I think, a very clean way to bring spiritual energy into our lives and hopefully a new direction. So it's letting go of these other things that have held us back. And, and like you said, it's owning our power. Yes. That's the key, owning our power and taking responsibility, letting our consciousness enlighten, illumine. Those are the keys. And, oh, my goodness. It, you know, you're right. It is a lot simpler. It's, it's the baggage we carry that it needs to be offloaded somewhere real quick. Yeah, we need to just believe in ourselves more and to have, to you know, to know that there's hope and that and that there's, that we can change in any moment to bring more love into our life and just to express that love and to know that we deserve this and that and that we're powerful, beautiful, creative souls. If if we could just see our own magnificence, you know, our own magnificence, if we could see that, we would be amazed because we have so much power that we're not using. Well, that's true. But don't you also think that the culture and the way our culture is set up keeps us over occupied too busy so that we can't we don't have the time to sit down of course we got to make the time but if you look at a lot of people's lives they're running all the time busy all the time they're not taking the time to sit down tune in meditate pray whatever to yeah absolutely self-examination people sometimes need to take stock just it's just it can be just as simple as examining your life, sees what, you know, what's working for you, decluttering. Start not only decluttering your house, but decluttering your life and to remove what's draining your vitality and then to bring some more power back in. Energize yourself. That's a great way to do it because it's so seductive. All of this busyness gets so seductive. It's like when I get up in the morning, I'm thinking, well, I'll work out and then I'll do this and then I'll meditate. And believe me, you, that does not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know life gets carried away so fast. And people go on vacation. They go on holiday and vacation because they're so tired. They need to revive. And then they wonder why they get sick on vacation because they're relaxing their bodies when they usually constantly you know, keep going. And um, their bodies are not used to relaxing. So we need to take time to find just some space, even if it's only 20 minutes, half an hour a day, but to make sure that we relax. And that that is going to prolong our lives. It is going to, it's like a form of preventative medicine. And I think you've got a great exercise for people to do with stress. You've got a prayer for that. And yeah, there's a, there's a few different prayers there. There's also um, in the book, you'll find a lot of different energy medicine techniques, which is a mixture of hands-on healing, um, healing point work, which is, uh, you know, using certain acupressure points, as well as um, connecting your energy fields, your chakras. And also there's a lot of higher self 
um, healing work there as well. So it's like a clever mixture of using the typical kind of Chinese medicine, chakra work, hands-on healing work with a, a higher power, with the divine light of, of God through the seven archangels. So it's like you get in, what I like to say is like energy medicine on steroids. You get a, a boost. <laughs> <laughs> you get a boost of power. <laughs> That is terrific. Goodness. Well, there's just so much to to learn from your book and it's easy. You make it easy. And how how nice it would be if we could all commit to doing 20 minutes a day in the middle of the day or late afternoon or whatever. Just shut the door and sit down and do one of your prayers. Oh, thank you. It's great. I, just, I wrote the book purely to just place healing power back into people's own hands. Because like you said, the, it's expensive for a lot of people don't have medical care. I'm from the UK. I'm used to having free medical. And I, I didn't realize how blessed I was when I lived there to have this free medical, even though the waiting list may be long, it's free. And I didn't realize how expensive medical care is in in the states and Mm -hmm. and how a lot of people don't have insurance but this is why i wanted to write a book that if people are suffering that there are exercises to do and that there is help out there that all they need to do is take uh, use their free will to take responsibility or to pray or to ask and there's so much more they can do for themselves than just you know wishing to get better or suffering in pain Yes, there is so much more. And it is important to take that power and know that you're in charge of your own health. And that when you enlist the aid of someone else, whether it's an MD or an ND or someone who's trained in acupuncture, you're enlisting their aid. So it's there. You're you're hiring them basically. Yes. Assist you in your own healing process. You're not going there to let them heal you. That doesn't really happen. That's true. You know, I read the other day a really um, nice story. It was a um, an elderly woman who was in a she was she'd made a hundred, and somebody asked her what was the secret of of good health because of her longevity, a hundred years old, and she said, "That's all she said." Um, I I pressed my body. I found which parts were sore on my body and I poked them so she was doing acupressure on herself all over the sore points in her body without really knowing what she was doing and what she was doing was releasing loads of little energetic blockages throughout her meridians so that energy life force could flow through everywhere she was actually intuitively helping herself just by pressing any sore spots on her body um daily she said she'd done it all her life without even studying that that was just using her intuition so it is true if you do find like if you poke around uh, i do it all all the time now if you poke around and you find sore spots (laughs) underneath that meridian there's usually a little energy blockage and you just have to give it a wee massage or a little tap or and you'll be surprised you'll start to get the energy flowing again it's like tapping what they do with the tapping Yes, it's, it is similar to that. And again, it's it's a, all about spending time with ourselves to find out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Rather than running around like crazy things and then going to somebody else to have them figure it out. So again, this is all about self-empowerment. And again, that's why we love your book, The Power of oh, Angel Medicine, because it, it keeps redirecting people back to that self-point. Mm-hmm. It's like it's we we have to pay attention to ourselves. And like yes. I said, we enlist the aid of a healer of any variety. We are enlisting their aid 
period. And all yeah, there's brilliant experts back. out there. There's loads of people that can help us, but they're just helping to, they, they're not doing the healing for us. They are guiding us to help us to heal ourselves. There's a lot of wisdom and there's a lot of brilliant, intuitive experts out there, healers, doctors, nurses in the medical profession. There's a lot of people out there that can help us, but there is a need for us to take responsibility to um, overcome our own limitations, our own um, thoughts and feelings that doesn't resonate with divine truth and divine love so that we take responsibility to maybe, because when we alter our beliefs, we alter our behaviors and our actions, our life changes. So it, it's, it's kind of just looking within, going within self-examination. So do you look at the angels that you work with as kind of like your partners in life? Uh, do you know, I always feel um, that the angels are divine intermediaries between us and God. Even though I may speak to God directly or pray to God directly, the angels will always be involved. That I feel that my guardian angel is my like my best friend and has my best interests at heart, but always in alignment with God's will. So I feel um, like a strong connection to my guardian angel, and I feel more of... Um, in awe of the archangels and the fact that they are expert teachers and healers and, and have this most amazing wisdom. So I, I feel like I honor their wisdom and respect their divine knowledge and power. So I feel that I could ask them anytime I need to for their guidance and their help, but also I'm, I'm constantly connected to my guardian angel. I just feel, it feels so natural that I used to be able to, kind of know when they were around me but now I, I, I feel them so close to me that it, it's hard to differentiate when they're there and when they're not but I can hear if they, impre they impress their divine inspiration with thoughts I, I'm clairaudient so I can hear quite a lot and that's what I did when I was a child I used to hear them and initially I was a wee bit frightened because I was like who's talking to me but then you know, it was my guardian angel and they bring so much love. And, and that's why I know I didn't see them initially because I would have been too afraid. So they know how to work with you. They really do. And I have to say that I have sensed since you came on the air with us, five angels that are, are all around you. And oh, brilliant! I, 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 not only not only did you ask for them, but I also asked. That's fantastic. So when I was tuning into your energy, it just about took my head off in a good way, but I had to work to stay grounded so I could speak with some coherence. <laughs> oh, I'm delighted. Oh. No, that's a great confirmation for me because I always ask the angels to be with me and help me. And, you know, especially uh, the seven archangels, because to be honest, they're going to be listening to what I say. I am talking about the, the divine light and the divine rays from God. So I want to be doing, you know, speaking of them in the right way. <laughs> Well, believe me, they love you and they love what you're doing for people and showing them, showing people their light is what they just told me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just such a beautiful energy around you. I've never seen anything like this with anybody. It's, oh. it's really, really, uh, 
I have no words. It's stunning to to watch you with these angels in all around you again. They are all around and above you and on either side and and they are happy to be working with you. And I want to make sure that we tell our audience a little more about your work because you're not just an author. You have a lot of books out there, not just this one. And again, people can go to amazon.com and see all your books. But you also do sessions with people. Tell us a little bit about your work one-on-one with people. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. you. Well, you well, touched you touch- oh, an echo. You touched my soul now when you said that, um, Patricia, about the angels. So thank you for that. You're but, welcome. Um, we, I have several books out now. Um, one of the books is called. It's just a small ebook, and it's called Healing Power for Beginners. And I wrote that when I first came to America three and a half years ago. And it's only a little ebook. This is the only book that I've self-published. All the all the rest have been with mainstream publishers in the UK and America. And this little book. I was so impressed because I asked the angels to help with this book. It sold thousands of copies around the world, not just in um, America, Canada and the UK, but further in Europe, uh, you know, in Germany. I was really surprised in Australia. I, and I was amazed because it's only a small ebook, but the power behind it was certainly channeled from the angels, from a higher power. And it's just a very basic introduction to help people who maybe are um, are new to energy medicine or new mm-hmm. to healing. It's just a, it's an introduction to help them to maybe start their path. And it's been really well received. So that, that was the only book that I've kind of self-published because it's a little e-book. But um, then my 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 first book, my very first book, Feel the Vibes, is a psychic and spiritual development book. And that um, was my first book, and it won an award, the first place award for best book, best author in the Spiritual Connections oh, Award. Congratulations. I know. I was so delighted because for my first book, I was that that's what, you know, started um, – I've worked hard all my life as in dedicated and passionate about studying and working with the angels. And when I wrote my first book, it it obviously represents my level of consciousness at the time. And I've continued to expand that since. But I'm very proud of that book because it was written to help enlighten people as well uh, at that time. And now I I realize how much more I've learned since since 2006. It's surprising. Each book I write is with a different level of consciousness because uh, the books uh, evolve as well. The writing Mm -hmm. evolves. So um, I've also written a book called Elf the Christmas Angel, and that's a children's storybook. It's currently with a publisher at the moment, so that won't be out until next year, but it's just to instill love, light, and and um, a belief in in the child's own power. So again, to to start them at an early age, knowing that they've got angels and they've got all this help there without the dogma of any kind of, you know, religious. Um, let, me, let me just stop you for a second, Joanne, because I know your books are, are all excellent. I've seen them and they're they're all excellent. But now, does if somebody wants to do a private session with you, can you do that for them? Is that something you offer? Yeah, I do. I offer, it's, I used to be doing healing treatments, looking at their energy, um, seeing maybe where there's blockages within any of the five systems of the um, aura, 
the etheric body, the chakras, the meridians. I would do that. Or I offer also um, healing training, one-to-one healing training. So if somebody wanted to learn more about the angels and train, I would offer that as well. So there's two different kind of packages there would be um like a personal kind of energetic spiritual healing reading and then the other one would be the healing training where we would go into the archangels you know quite deeply and into the guardian angels and to the attunements and the alignments and and the light and how to work with certain frequencies so now if someone wants to get a hold of you they can go to your website right and that is joanne with two n's so it's j-o- J O A, yeah, J O A N N E, Brocas, B R O C A S. So it's joannebrocas.com or okay. Facebook, or, or I'm on Twitter as well, Facebook and Twitter. Okay, great, because I did want to have everybody know how to reach you. And I asked you earlier if you'd be willing to do this, and you said you would. I was wondering, we only have a few minutes left. I want to thank you so much for being on our show. Oh, and thank you. We definitely want to have you back when you're writing your next book, which you say will include Metatron, because we want to hear about Metatron next time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I would love to come back. Yeah, King of the Angels. We don't want to leave him out and get his no, out of No, we joke. best not leave him out. <laughs> right. No, we're not leaving you out, Metatron. I said I'd mention you. <laughs> no, he's in my next book for sure. I've already wrote that, you know, some of that book. So, yeah, that's that's great. I would love to come back on the show and talk about Metatron. Oh, good. Well, and I wanted to know if, again, this beautiful prayer that you have recited all of your life since you were a young child, I wanted to know if, uh, in this last few minutes, if you would please share that prayer with us and say that prayer before we go off the air tonight. Would you do that? I would be honored to do that. I would love to do that. Do you want me to say it now? Yes, please. Okay. Um, For everybody who's listening, uh, this prayer is for you all. Lord, keep us safe this night, secure from all our fears. May angels guard us while we sleep till morning light appears. Amen. Thank That's you. That's it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Yes, this has been an enlightening evening. And, and Joanne, your enthusiasm and your passion is contagious. <laughs> Thank you. And thank you for that wonderful message. I'm just thrilled that the angels are happy and they're around me. Oh, and, yes. Um, guiding and just working with me so i'm and thank you for that and, and they really do reach out to everybody near you because as i was talking to you i saw them reach out to you pk i don't know if you felt anything in the back of your head and your neck but i saw energy golden light going over to you well, I'm so. grateful for that. I, I was worried it was a chokehold there for a while. <laughs> now I'm glad it's to know that it's golden light. That I can handle. It, it came from Aww. celestial consciousness. Yeah. So they're obviously working through you, uh, Joanne, and with you. And again, we can't Definitely. thank you enough. Definitely. So everyone, thanks for joining us for this exciting show. And be sure to join us next week. Now, next week, we've got Larry Holcomb coming on. We're talking about presidents and UFOs. That is something you don't want to miss. And like I said, our very own abductee, Becky Andreasen, is coming back. And she's got a long list of questions for Larry. So be sure to join us. We're going to get all the dirt on this. We're going to find out everything. In the meantime, you guys, have a wonderful week. 
We will see you on the Blue Highway. Good night.